Hey everybody, welcome to my first episode of 2020. Now it's now it's Monday morning. I'm gonna be doing this on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays from now on. But I did want to bring you up to date. I think I, I didn't do anything like all the way through Christmas, couple of weeks. So I know you didn't miss me, man. I'm not, you know, I'm not about that. But the thing is. Mid-December, early December, I started dating somebody for the first time since 2007, since my fiancé died. So it's very distracting. So here's the thing. We always say in the meetings, I don't say it because it's fucking bullshit. They go, meeting makers make it. There's a lot more to recovery than going to meetings and sitting there and listening Even if you're sharing, um, you're missing out on a lot, not being immersed in this whole, what they call program, and then this, what weaves in this fellowship, right? It's just, it's a mosaic, man. You gotta just, you you can't see it from where you are. You gotta step way back, like I've been moving further and further back from that mosaic for 34 years, and... Man, it is absolutely spectacular. Everything changes when you're in your recovery program and you're in whatever group you're in and you're doing service work. Uh, Service work is making coffee or just while you're walking into a meeting, just hold the fucking door open and say hi, welcome. Maybe you know everybody in the whole place. It's about humility, man. It's about undeprogramming your whole ego and all your shit that you fucking worry about that doesn't matter. All that macho crap, right? So anyway, this is a very short recording and I'll be back on Tuesday. But I did, I tell you, I missed a lot of meetings with this new girl. You know how it is, yeah? All of a sudden you're, all this shit's happening like you're fucking 14 or 15 years old. Maybe, oh, damn, you know, anyway, fucking distracting. You want to spend every second, and then you still have work to do, so you fucking skip meetings. Um, Thank God I have a sponsor, and I call my sponsor. I have to call my sponsor twice a week. Can you imagine that? If I didn't have any humility, and I'm 34 years sober, and my sponsor's like, you have to call me this day and this day, and talk to me like that's Sunday and Wednesday, all right? Um, and you'll benefit from those conversations that I have with him. But, you know, I got thrown off track. I had breakfast with a kid today. Um, a lot of times I have breakfast with the same kid from my home group on Sunday. And he's like, where are you going to meetings? And I'm like, I, I'm going to Central and I'm going to, you know, I tell him where I'm going, high noon and stuff like that. I'm just not... I didn't say I'm not going that often because he's got maybe a year and a half and I kind of, you know, I'm, it's bullshit. I need to say, dude, I'm all fucking distracted with this new girl and I can't, I can't think, I can't think about anything else. So, you know, I really should be telling him that and not that I'm going to meetings here, here and here and leaving out the not as often as I need to part, right?
But there's, you know, I got a great big deep toolbox and I can't, I don't, I don't, you know, rest on those laurels at all. I know better, especially being in the restaurant business. Not good to do that. But, you know, there is, the, there is that benefit that I have where I can catch myself kind of getting my first reaction, right? And then, you know, my nature now is to be calm. My nature is to be, have a giving heart and to help and not to really think of myself first. And when I have to start thinking about that, and I haven't yet, but when I have to start thinking about that, then I know I've been away too long. So I'm back on track no matter what, you know. Um, and, you know, I talk, like I said, I talk to my sponsor twice a week. I talk to somebody in recovery that I know every single day. Um, I went and read to my late boss yesterday who had been sober 15 years, went drinking, sober 12 years and died or something like that, right? Um, and I found this old book of his. That's a, it's a, he was in AA, so it's an old AA book. So I went, you know, I just sat, stood at his grave. Fucking beautiful weather now in Florida right now. January, it's awesome. Um, so, you know, I sat and I read him the fifth step. And right at the very end is really a pretty cool part, man. You know, it's awesome. So anyway, I think I did that, just did that. That was my day yesterday. I didn't do much else. I'm doing some computer classes and shit like that because I'm old and I want to stay ahead of the technology and all that kind of stuff because, uh, you know, it sets me apart from a lot of guys my age. <laughs> anyway, that's enough already, right? Guys, I will talk to you on Tuesday, but I'm just saying life gets in your way every once in a while. You need the tools in that toolbox, man. You gotta, you gotta get in there and get really immersed in the first three steps. Just at least get through the first three steps and just hang on to that. Fucking some guys go with the first three steps for a whole year. It really helps if you do traditions work. And I'll tell you a little spot too to look online on Silkworth.net. Doctor Silkworth was. One of the guys that got this whole original 12-step recovery thing going. And on that site, you look for two things, okay? You can search for Joe and Charlie. Those guys are freaking hilarious. They're from like the 50s or something. And um, they read the big book, but they make these comments, and they're like kind of wise asses too, right? Um, Hardly ever swear, but you know. It's really cool. And then there's another guy called California Rob. California Rob's a guy from Orlando, Florida. Hotel guy. Amazing educator. And there's a whole series of, like, where he goes through the 12 steps. Now, this is, in particular, this guy is AA. Silkworth has everything, you know, addiction and alcohol and all that stuff. 
But California Rob is pretty awesome. And you have to kind of keep... They're not in order in the fucking site. I don't know why. But you got to remember kind of what part you're on. Part 1, part 2, part 3. And they're kind of like 40 minutes long. So it takes more than 12 episodes to get through the 12 steps. Okay, but listen to them in order. Okay? And brother, you will... That kind of shit... It's amazing. That's what I lean on when I when I'm not going to meetings, right? So I'm actually right now. I'm gonna cut off with you. I'm gonna turn on Rob, and uh, I'm gonna listen to that fifth step and see if I did it right today with with my boss. That's you know standing at his feet. All right, man. You know I love you, bro. Right? Whether you're in or out, but just be safe out there and cut the shit that's going around in your head just get to a meeting and get involved in a group what else do I tell you get there five minutes early shake someone's hand shut your phone off leave your phone in your car or on your bicycle or whatever or put it in your back just turn the fucking forget you have a phone for Christ's sake like literally for the sake of Jesus forget you have a phone (laughs) And then till the end of the meeting when you need people's numbers. And if you don't want to say you're an addict or an alcoholic or anything, just when they, the chairman will say, is there anybody new? You just raise your hand and say, I'm Jimmy and I'm new here. I'm just learning, whatever you want to say. You don't have to say the A word. All right. And become a pariah. Right even though you're fucking riding a bicycle because you lost your license and you're sleeping in your mommy's basement. I don't worry about any of that stuff, man. You're not normal. I'm not normal. Just come in and chill. All right. Um, That's enough out of me. I'll see you guys on Tuesday. Tuesday.